All right, here we go. Sarah here. Welcome back to another episode of Your Fucking Welcome. I actually had a different episode planned for today, but last week in my Facebook group, uh, Your Fucking Welcome, the community, I did a live video about how to make big money, even if you are not a business coach. And I had a cold in this video. Uh, I did not use my normal podcast microphone. So the quality that you're about to hear is not great. But I felt like it was such an important topic and I got so many comments on it that it felt like it was important to share with you as a podcast episode. So again, forgive me that it's not, I mean, it's not terrible, but it's not the best audio quality possible. But like I said, I think the content is more important. And so especially for those of you who are not business coaches or you are feeling like, oh God, like, you know, I do this thing and I just don't know if I can make the money that I want to make. I hope this is an important and helpful episode for you because I believe as you're going to hear uh, just so deeply that each and every one of you, no matter what you do, the potential to make money online is huge and available to you. Maybe it means you have to switch your you know, strategy a little bit and not do things exactly how all business coaches do. But just because you're not selling the concept of making money does not in a million years mean that you can't make an extravagant large, huge amount of money, uh, the money that you want to make. And so I hope this, again, this episode serves as a reminder and as a reinforcement of that. And yeah, I hope you enjoy. I want to talk today about, I kind of just want to riff slash rant uh, and talk about making money, making big money, making a lot of fucking money as a non-business coach, because I don't, I mean, I don't think I'm telling you anything new when I say that it feels like most of what we see online in like this Facebook ecosystem, right? Most of what we see when we see people talking about 100K months or 100K days, whatever it is, nine times out of 10, again, I think you would agree that it is coming from business coaches, coming from somebody who is selling the concept of making money. And And anything that I'm about to say, I certainly don't mean to like demonize that or make that. I don't think being a business coach is bad or wrong, obviously, because I am fucking one of them, right? Like, I don't think it's inherently a bad thing or it's like this evil thing that I feel like, again, I don't know, a lot of people like speak to it as. But one thing that I have always kind of struggled with, or I don't know if struggled with is the right word, but gotten frustrated about. The thing that has always bothered me is, again, a lot of business coaches will have this tendency to give business advice, right? About whether it's offers, whether it's about growing your audience. And it is so often we'll give, we'll give the advice through this lens of everybody selling the same thing, or they're kind of sharing advice that is mostly applicable to, again, business coaches. Let's just call it what it is. If somebody is selling people on the idea that by investing $5, $500, $5,000, $50,000, and you're going to make money because you purchased this, it's sexy. It's sexy in and of itself. That's a pretty big fucking selling point because no matter who you are, no matter what you do, you want to make more money. 
And so I don't know. I just, I'm saying that not because you don't know that, but I feel like I just want to acknowledge that and bring that honesty and transparency into the conversation that again, when you are listening to a business coach and they are all, all of their clients are only business coaches and they're only giving advice that is probably applicable for them as a business coach. I just want you to like, make sure that you're taking that extra step, taking that extra step to kind of like put it through your filter and pay attention to, because I don't know. Like I remember years ago when it was Gina DeVee was like a big coach and like everybody was going to her Academy and it was a big thing to sell, you know, high ticket packages, so on and so forth. I remember just those conversations where so many people were kind of being pushed or advised to like sell, you know, $10,000, learn how to hopscotch packages. And like just this belief of people really want it. They'll spend the money. If you know, they'll find the money, you can talk them into it on a sales call. And it's such, I feel like it was so toxic and it was such bullshit. And I feel like a lot of people got wrongfully led down the wrong path in believing that selling money and selling life things, health things, whatever it is, are black and white and that are apples and apples to the concept of selling money. And I just don't think it is. With all of that said, I just don't want you to ever, 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 ever with that, with that said, believe that you can't make a lot of fucking money just because you're not a business coach, because that's what I'll hear a lot of people say too, like, oh, I don't know if I can make as much money or I can, you know, do X, Y, Z because I'm not selling something tangible. I'm not selling a transformation. I'm not selling again, this idea that somebody investing in me, they're going to make a lot of money. So it's harder. And I don't think I can make as much money as a business coach. And I just don't think that's true. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting there. Like, I, I don't know. We see some of the numbers that are out there in terms of like the business coaching world. And I'm not like, I've had, I had a client, I've referenced this before, but I had a client take the 500K sales system and make a good amount of sales during a launch period. And she was selling a worm for farming course. So like, I'm not trying to like kid you and bullshit you into the idea that somebody's, you know, some business coach out there is doing million, $2 million months. And you as a worm farming coach can too. I don't know about that. I'm not saying it's impossible. I don't know if that feels like a little bit of a stretch to me, like these astronomical numbers, I'm not necessarily promising, right? Like I'm not, I'm not at a million dollar month. So like, I can't wrap my brain around that yet. And so it's hard for me to sit there and say that like everybody, no matter what you do can get there. While at the same time, I believe 10, 20, 30, 40, 50K months with whatever you do, if you do it well, I believe it's really possible. I believe it's really possible, but I do believe and I do feel that you have to edit or adjust your approach and not do things, again, exactly the way that so many of us traditionally have been taught to sell things online um, or charge higher because people only care about business, right? Which is fully not true. It's fully not true. I think, I think that's an interesting conversation. I don't think that, okay, if I'm looking at myself, right. Cause I've shared the story many times, how, remember I was talking about the fact that like I did a call with like a love coach or a dating coach. And at that time she was charging like 10 K and that felt like so much money. I'm like, Oh, like I, I can't say, like, I wouldn't spend that. Meanwhile, I was spending that money on my business. I, I could get my brain around that, ener- that, that amount of money, my energy around that amount of money for, for my business. But that wasn't a situation where it was, this is bringing up a good point. So thank you for saying this. It wasn't a situation where I was like, oh, I only care about my business. Although I was in a, I think a unique phase of my life where I was just overly invested in my business and that's all I cared about. Uh, And again, I think that was unique. But my point is, is that it was easier and it was, it was easy to rationalize the idea that, okay, if I spend $10,000 on a business coach or a money course, whatever it is, that money is coming back to me. 
right? Like that money is coming back to me. It wasn't really until I feel like I became a more sophisticated person, if I'm being totally honest, that I felt and I understood, and if I'm being honest, that I was making a lot more money. It was only until, it wasn't until then that I really felt like, okay, me spending, you know, $6,000 a month on a life coach, I understand that it might not have this, like I put $6,000 in and then I sell a $6,000 package and I make it right back. It doesn't have that ROI, but it has ROI in a lot of small ways. And that was some of the best money that I ever spent on a life coach. And so again, I'm saying that in a way of, I don't think it's ever true that somebody only cares about their business. Cause all of us, you're here right now because you really care about your business, but you don't just care about your business. You want to get the body you want. You want to, you know, clear up uh, an illness that you have. You want to meet the soulmate. You, you want a lot of things, right? There are a lot of things that are really important to you. You don't just lay your head on your pillow at night. And you're not only thinking about business, right? Like there's a lot of other factors. You want to be a good parent, so on and so forth. There are a lot of other really important factors going on. And so the idea Idea that like people only care about their business. I, I never, ever, ever think is true. While at the same time, if we are talking about high ticket stuff for a moment, if we're talking about higher ticket prices specifically, right? And maybe that means, I don't know, $500, $5,000, whatever we want to call a lot of money to somebody. The bottom line is that as the price goes up on something, right? As the price goes up on something, the person that is going to invest at that level the importance of that transformation has to go up. If you are charging a million dollars for a coaching package, that person, the transformation that they believe is possible, that is going to be possible by making that investment, that transformation has to be at the utmost importance to that person, right? $5, not that big of a deal. But again, if we're using those extreme circumstances, $5 versus $5 million, the degree that somebody wants to change and the degree that somebody wants to change their circumstance it has to go up, right? It has to go up. And so I think that's the honest way to say that to you versus this concept or this thought that like, yes, everybody can sell high ticket and everybody can sell, you know, five figure packages, no matter what it is that you're doing. I'm not saying that it's not true to an extent because I think that it can happen, but do I think it's a lot fucking harder? And do I think you have a lot fewer... I don't know, opportunities, like you're going to have a smaller pool of people. Yes, absolutely. It's not a coincidence that what hotels get booked and like you see more frequently, I don't know if you're driving around, you see more days in type hotels that are cheap than you see, you know, $2,000 a night hotels around. As the price goes up, the numbers get smaller. That just is what it is. As the, as the, again, like as the price goes up, fewer people are going to invest. Like that's all there is to it. And so I don't, I can't give you a number that it changes. Like I can't be like, oh, people will spend this money at 500 or like these type of people will spend 500 and these type of people will spend a thousand because it's so nuanced. But the general understanding that I think we need to just absorb and like, and make peace with is the fact that like, as prices go up, the pool of people is going to be smaller. And therefore you have to kind of like pay attention and think about what it is that you do in that context and adjust your business model accordingly. Because if we're talking about, it's funny, again, I think a lot of us, I think a lot of us in the, in the coaching space, I feel like we've almost gotten brainwashed into this concept of like, I hate when people say, entrepreneurs and like I help entrepreneurs and I'm like no but you don't help entrepreneurs you help coaches 
because businesses operate differently. Not all businesses operate like a coaching business. The, I, the, the advice to like start a Facebook group is not valid for every single type of business out there. And again, I think a lot of business, this isn't like my ranting against other business coaches, but live, like that's not my intention. That's not my intention to like bitch about like other business coaches necessarily. But I, I just, I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of you have been, I don't want to say lied to, but I think have been misdirected in thinking that every business is supposed to operate like a business coach's business. And it's just not true. It's just not true. And so what I want to say here in terms of what I think is really wildly important to know and understand when it comes to making a lot of money as not a business coach are a couple different things. There are, there are many things, but number one, audience growth. And this is an obvious point, but I don't think it's something that is, again, talked about as much because it's not as sexy and it doesn't feel as easy, right? To like wrap your brain around. The bottom line is if you are selling something, I don't know, I'm just trying to think of like something, not silly, but something that is just obscure, right? Like, okay, like let, let's go with the worm farming example. I know nothing about worm farming, nothing about worm farming. Believe it or not, I'm sure many of you are shocked about that, but I know nothing about worm farming. If we are talking about selling a worm farming course, I think that generally speaking, people who are interested in worm farming courses or just like worm farming in general, generally speaking, most people are not going to put down 5,000, 10,000 easily to learn how to do that. I think that's a pretty safe assumption that for the most part, that's not something that people can really wrap their brain around spending that much money on, right? That means that volume has to be a priority because if we, that, so that means maybe we can sit there and say, no, like selling again, $5,000, $10,000 coaching packages about this is not necessarily, I don't want to say unreal. I don't want to say it's not realistic. While at the same time, I think it is a little bit far-fetched it's probably way, way, way easier to sell something at a low end price point, right? Let's just say it is like the best, best, best worm farming course that has ever existed. Every piece of information that you ever need about worm farming courses. And I've put it into a $97 mini course, right? A $97 mini course. Let's just say, I want so many of you to really understand that you can make a fuck ton of money off of a $97 offer. You can make a fuck ton of money off of a $97 offer, but in order to do that, you need volume. In order to get hit that volume, you need to get in front of a lot of people. Audience growth, getting in front of all of the humans that are interested in worm farming and have a desire to learn about that thing has to be your number one priority. Because like, let's just look at the math here. $97 times five sales a day times 30 days, right? five sales a day, which is not that many sales. That's not that many sales, five sales a day. That's over the course of a 30-day month. That's $14,550. Number one, this doesn't have to be this worm farming person's only course, right? Like they could have another course. They could also offer, you know, upsells of like a single session where somebody is worm farming and having trouble and they want to get an expert expert's opinion on what they're doing wrong. And they really want to hear from somebody. Maybe it's $197 for, you know, 45 minutes. Let's just say like sell, I don't know, five of those a month, 10 of those a month that adds up to big things. Then that gives somebody space 
somebody's able to make money. It gives them a little bit of space. Now they can maybe write the book. Maybe they can, you know, start the podcast, so on and so forth, like to get, to continue getting in front of more people. And so again, I'm just like using silly examples here, but it's, again, I know it's, it, it feels, it feels so obvious and it feels so like basic and like common sense, but I feel like, again, it's not being talked about enough that like, Anybody can sell at any price point. Anybody can make a lot of money at any price point, but you have to create the circumstance accordingly, right? You can't have, you know, your mom and your grandma and 50 other people in a Facebook group and sell something for $97 and expect to make it big. No, it doesn't work like that. The emphasis again has to be on volume. And so I I hope this is making sense, but I just want to really stress to you the importance of like, decide what you want, decide how much money you want to make decide what you want to sell and then create the circumstance that creates that, that allows for that. Okay. And then the second thing that I want to say about this is that, and this is something that I hear all the time, all the time. The second thing I want to say about this, and I know that this is such like a struggle or a common thing that I hear from people who are, the second thing I want to say about this is that I know that one of the things that a lot of you struggle with when you are doing things that are, again, like outside the business coaching space or outside the really tangible results space, I've heard from so many of you that like, you feel like it's a hard, it's hard to be specific. You struggle to kind of like make the masses understand the transformation or because here's the thing. I don't, I, I personally so often don't think it's that you can't get more specific. It's that for whatever reason you are unwilling to because you are caving into FOMO. You are caving into FOMO. But the bottom line is that for what any of you do, if you were to discipline yourself to think about a specific ideal client and pinpoint a specific outcome that they want, I can pretty much guarantee you by doing that, by structuring an offer around that actual outcome, it would sell and it would sell very easily. And I think so often, again, it's, it's coming from this place of FOMO that if like, I am talking about, if I am talking about this specific thing, that means that I'm leaving so many other people out in my, in my audience. And so again, this FOMO you feed into the FOMO and you're not giving yourself permission to just sell something and sell something directly. People want direct outcomes. People will, if you say to me, if you, if you were to say to somebody, pay me 10 K and you're going to get healthier. I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't, I don't know what that means as a side note to that. I think a lot of times what is hurting a lot of us, and, and I've struggled with this as well. Don't get me wrong. But I think what hurts a lot of us is caving into this egotistical pride that like, well, I can help everybody with everything. I'm good at everything. And I know how to help people with a lot of things. And that might be true. But when you're just saying you can help somebody with everything, it lands on deaf ears. Like nobody's paying attention to you. Because if you say to somebody in 30 days, I can help you get healthier. Okay. I don't know what the fuck that means. If you say in 30 days, I can help you lose 30 pounds. Yes. Sign me up. And it doesn't have to be a number. It doesn't have to be something that is like, again, like that results oriented, but I'm using that example to showcase to you the understanding that like, when you give people something that they can taste, something that they can touch, something that they can feel, and they want that transformation really badly, they will pay you. And so I think so often lovingly, the people who struggle with this 
it's not the people won't pay you, right? Like, I feel like that's a story for a lot of people that like my people don't want to spend money. They won't invest in themselves. Like it's not that important to them. And there's validity to that. But I think it's also a big part of it is that you are not actually giving something people something that they can sink their teeth into. And so you're not making it easy for them to say yes. You're not making it easy for them to buy. Okay, I'm going to read through this. Hold on, I missed some of these comments and I want to read. Like, I feel inner peace and clarity is tangible, but maybe not. So I would think, Talia, for you specifically, what does inner peace and clarity mean to your ideal client? And so this might be, as an example, so if we're talking about inner peace and clarity, this is where I would pick, and I'm just going to use an example, Talia, like, forgive me if like, I'm not speaking specifically to what you do, but like, this is where I'm going to sit there and say, okay, I'm going to pick for this thing that I'm selling, not forever, not till the end of time, not so that I can box myself in. And so many people are operating in their businesses. Like they're going to die tomorrow. And like, it's this thing where again, like you like won't entertain just getting more specific because you have to help everybody and that's, what's hurting you. And so if, if for just the purpose of this, if this is where I would say, if I were you, okay, I'm going to think for this week only, I am thinking about my specific ideal client that wants to have inner peace and clarity when it comes to their love life. It's not you. And you can just say that it's not that I'm positioning myself as like the love relationship expert, but you as the psychic, you as the energy, however we want to say that. I'm sorry if I'm like paraphrasing what you do exactly, but like you as the expert, this is a big thing that you help your clients with. And so that's where for one specific week, you can sell that and you can frame it around that specific tangible outcome. What inner peace and clarity would look like for your ideal client when it comes to a specific route, when it comes to a specific angle of their life. And again, that doesn't mean that that's the only person that you're helping forever, but I've said it a million times and I'm going to keep saying it. I'm not sorry. So many of you, when, when I would say that to somebody, and if it wasn't like during this live, somebody would normally say back to me, well, I have a, like a lot of people want different things in their, you know, love life and so on and so forth. Yeah. I get that. Pick one, pick one. Like that's it. So think of somebody you have loved working with. Think of somebody who has been a joy to coach with, so on and so forth, that you feel like you help them have a massive breakthrough. Hold the space that if you have that ideal client that you helped, that there are five, 50, 500 more of that person out there. And so spend your time speaking directly to that ideal client, creating the thing that makes them say, fuck yes. And again, making it easy for them to see why they should spend their money. And then you move on to the next thing. And then you move on to the next thing. Again, the FOMO, in my opinion and my experience is hurting you way, way, way more than the idea that it's the truth that you, that people who, again, don't, who people who sell things that are like not money related can't sell or like the general life stuff can't sell. Like, I don't believe that's true, right? I don't believe that's true at all. And obviously there's more depth that we can go into this. I'm basing it off of, you know, um, comments here. Okay. Let's play. I want to help women who are beginning to see changes with aging, late twenties, early thirties, early forties, late twenties, thirties, early forties, calm the fuck down around aging by giving them tools that slow aging and revitalize their skin. I also want to help them connect to themselves deeper and get so obsessed with perfectionism and not get so perfectionism obsessed. Jesus Christ, I can read, I swear. I'm not getting so obsessed with perfectionism and that's where my shit gets money. So, okay. This is number one. Okay. Number one, we know that people, women in their twenties, thirties, forties want to slow down aging. They want their skin to look their best. They want to feel and look as youthful as possible. We know that that's an incredible, tangible example. That's your Mac and cheese, right? You've all of, you've heard me say this many times before. 
we want to, when we're selling something, I know a lot of people hate the whole thing, like sell them what they want, give them what they need, but I don't really give a shit because it's valid and it's helpful and it's, it's real. It's a very real thing. So I don't care if you don't like it. It's a very real thing. People spend money. People are way more likely to spend money when they see that they can get what they want. People will spend money for what they need, but they're way more likely to spend their money for what they want. So we know that people want, right? To feel like they look more youthful, so on and so forth. We know they want that, right? That's the, that's the mac and cheese. We're going to sell people the mac and cheese. I've used this, I've said it in a way of like, if you are giving your kid, you know, something to eat and then you know they need the vegetables, you might make the mac and cheese because that's what they want, but you might puree the cauliflower in it because it gives them, you know, again, the nutrients, all of that that they need. You're going to sell them on what they want the most. Like the 500K sales system, the 500K sales system has so much in it, so much in it, but I don't focus on everything that's in it when I'm selling it to you. I focus on selling the sexiest points. And then I'm going to fold in the cauliflower. I'm going to fold in the mac, the fold in the nutrients and the things that I know you need, but I'm going to sell you on what you want. I'm going to give you what you want. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to absolutely deliver what it is that you want. But if I try to talk about everything in that course, it wouldn't be understood what is actually in it or what it's going to do for you. I've often used the example. If you say, I'm going to, you're going to go on a trip. This person's like, okay, if you, any of you right now, if I said to you $5,000 and you're going to go on a luxury trip, okay, or $10,000 and you're going to go on a luxury trip to Paris, you will spend more money to know where the fuck you're going. Most people, most people will spend more money to know where they're going. And so that's a situation where we can, again, we want to sell them on the journey. We want to sell them on where they're going to be at the end of an offer. And you as the leader, you get to still educate them and share with them and speak to them in that course, in that training, whatever it is in your coaching about all of the things that you know that they need as the parent, as the leader, as the, right? Like the parent giving them the, the, the cauliflower, you giving them what they need to, in order to get to Island B. But again, understanding that people are selfish and just playing into the very real concept of the fact that people spend money, they're way more likely to spend money when they can see that they can get what they want, right? So your job is to, for the most part, speak to the more tangible aspects of what it is that you're doing. And then again, you get to fold in the other concepts, not that you can't talk about them at all in your marketing, but like the things that you speak to, the more basic something is, the more mainstream it is. The more complex something is, the more niche it is, right? Like that's just how the world works. And so again, you focusing on and making something tangible and making something straightforward for most of your people and selling them on those things that they actually desire, that's going to be the thing that makes them actually grab their credit card. It's going to make that make it be the thing that like, I read this and like, I can't wait to sign up for this and I'm not going to forget about this versus something that kind of sort of seemed interesting, but it got too, like it got too heavy. It got too complicated and it got, it went in too many different directions and it kind of lost me. It made people like crave the thing that it is that you are offering. And if you're new here, I feel like most of you are not. And so I feel like it goes without saying, but I'm going to say it, especially if you are new here. I feel like I'm allowed to say this because I feel like when I'm thinking about myself and like, I don't know, my track record and in terms of me delivering, it's fucking pretty impeccable. And so I'm saying that in this way of like, when I am suggesting selling people on what they want, I'm helping you become a good marketer, but I am not in a million years 
ever suggesting that you don't also deliver what you promised, deliver what you said you were going to, you know, switch up the game on them. Absolutely not. It's again about being a smart marketer and then also delivering in a, with integrity and Jen, I, I know that most people who maybe buy, you know, 500 K as an example, like they might want to, they, they might want to ditch sales calls. Like that's a very tangible thing that I know that a lot of people who sign up for 500 K, I know that that is something that people want, right? I understand that. Like I've been doing this long enough. I get that. And so, yes, I'm going to speak to those things, but I also know that somebody might want to come to 500 K and for me to snap my fingers and be like, here, do this one thing. So you don't have to do sales calls anymore. I, as the leader, I, as the person who have been doing this for years, I know you need the cauliflower so that you can get to the point so that you can really understand it. So you can actually make the transformation. And so Krista, let me know if that's making sense. We have to focus on, again, the selling something anti-age in 30 days. That's not a great name, but you can do something that again, like gives people this watering, this tasting of like what it is that they want. Right. And you could also deliver what it is that they need in that package without watering down your message. And like, just so that we're clear for any of you, my 500k sales system is my signature program that is open right now and doors close Friday. It is a program that truly gives you a sales system that truly allows you to know what to do to like bring people into your world, sell them on juicy, good shit each and every day and make money every day. And it works for you no matter what you do. It doesn't matter if you are, I had clients a couple of weeks ago, uh, I shared it. I was working with clients who uh, own a school of folklore and magic. They have PhDs in uh, folklore and they, they have a book club. They do all these amazing things. You know, we were working on something. And they were able to bring in like an extra 5k plus, right. By, by, by reselling an old course. And like, that's just an example of like, there's always money to be made. There's always opportunities. Maybe again, it's not selling a $50,000 coaching package, but there's always opportunities. And so I'm just saying that because the 500k sales system is six weeks of teaching you how to create a sales system for yourself, no matter what kind of coach you are, no matter what you do it's largely focused on service providers or people who sell things online, I should say. But if you have questions, if you're like, I own a gas station, I don't know, email me, we can talk about it because I don't want you to sign up for it if it's not right for you. Um, but I feel like it can work for like many, many, many businesses, especially if you sell online. And my point is, is that lesson two alone, lesson two, if you've taken the 500k sales system, you know, lesson two is my favorite. Lesson two is about fuck yes offers and creating offers that get people to move, that get people to buy and that are tangible and sexy. And it's truly like, I, I really feel like nobody does offers better than I do. And it's my favorite thing to talk about. And like lesson two alone is worth the entire investment of the program, especially if right now you are in a place where you're attempting to sell things. And again, you're feeling like they're vague, they're generic, and people aren't investing. People are inspired by you, but they're not moving. You need this program because we're going to figure out what you need to actually make people move and buy the thing that you're offering. Um, Saturday.com, obviously, most of you know that, but that's where you can always find all the information about my stuff. And then hold on, I'm opening up the comments. So Tessa, you didn't give me many details, but Random website designer. I've had luck selling high ticket, just not low ticket yet. So the same thing that I've been saying, you know, like, okay, based on, based on your ideal client, if I'm a brand designer, I'm going to think about my overall, I'm going to think about my overall, I don't like the term product suite, but I'm going to use it here. And like, okay, if I have a high ticket, a medium ticket, a low ticket thing, okay, what's the high ticket? It, I help people, I help this specific type of ideal client with, you know, 
this type of website. Okay. What's, what's the smaller version of that? What's the glimpse into that? So that like everything is in alignment, right? You're speaking to essentially like in a lot of ways, the, the, the same ideal client and there's nuance to that, but you're still, you know, that like what they want is this type of website, like this, they want the best sales page around, right? Okay. Well, maybe there's a mini course on something about a sales page and it's all in alignment, but you're still giving them, you're breaking off a piece of that thing that they really want. And you're just making it lower end with, again, whether it's a done for you or whether it's a guide, whatever it is. Again, I feel like I need more specifics to give you a more specific answer here. But the idea that there's not always a way, it's just untrue. And I don't believe it at all. And you know, this is a whole other conversation that I don't have time for right now, but you can love selling high ticket. Like, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, and I don't want to, I don't ever want to like talk about this from a place of fear and scarcity, although I am in a little bit of a way and I don't mean to. I've said this many times, but the bottom line is you could be killing it as a service provider, you know, building websites, coaching, whatever it is. And you could be just selling, you know, 10, $20,000 packages. Fine. Great. You might be killing it, but like, what happens if you got hit by a freaking bus and you couldn't work for a little while? What happens then? I don't feel like it's smart or reasonable for anybody to put themselves in a position where they can only make money if they are on. Only if you are taking the time and energy to work with somebody. Like, and I'm saying that again, like it, it does sound like it's coming from a place of fear and scarcity balanced out with, I also think it's realistic myself. The idea that like, I would only be making money if I was only showing up and like exchanging my time for money that scares the hell out of me. That scares the hell out of me. Again, I've said it many times. If I were to fall down the stairs, God forbid, knock on wood, if I were to fall down the stairs and I couldn't work for the next week and a half, I go to the Taylor Swift concert next week. So that's really not even funny, but like Gretchen could literally take my stuff and figure out a way she would be able to like share the content, sell the things we could give people lesson two of, you know, the previous round I'd throw in a bonus when I feel better. Like there'd be a way I wouldn't be shit out of luck. I wouldn't have to give a million people refunds if I couldn't perform. And so you having multiple things in your offer repertoire suite, however you want to say that, I think it's not only smart, but I think it's crucial. I think, I think it's a non-negotiable thing. And again, you know, you all get to live however you want to live, but I know for myself personally, that would terrify me. That would terrify me. And I'm saying that like, I'm trying to terrify you. And that's not the way that I'm trying to say it. But again, I'm trying to be very realistic here that like life happens and you being the only person that can create money in your business, I, I want to see for more of you create a circumstance where that's not the case. Cause I think that's really scary. Um, uh, me too. I really don't like money in exchange for my time. That's what I do in person. That's why the online portion is so important to me. Yeah. Yes. Passive income. You're absolutely right. Balance out with, I feel like Yes. Variety too. I think when people hear passive income, it's like this thing where it's again, like the idea is put into your head where it's like, okay, only funnels or only ads. And I can't do passive income. because I don't, I don't know how to do ads. I don't know how to do all that. Again, there are ways to create in your sales system. Like I view a lot of our launches as very passive at this point, right? We can passively launch. And again, this is a whole other conversation, but I just, I don't know. I just believe each and every one of us has to set ourselves up for that. And yeah, you know, uh, Krista coming from a place where like she had a brick and mortar, has a brick and mortar, excuse me, and works in person going online. There has to be that circumstance that is created 
where money can come in without it being so dependent on your time and your energy. And again, I believe that by being smart about price points and strategic and diverse, that's like having that variety is a great word. By having that, that allows for you to, again, make money all the time, make a lot of money no matter what you do. I think that's what you asked before. And so thank you for asking again. Do you, do you think people are more committed for high ticket offers? So the commitment depends on how much someone invests. Yes and no. It's because here's the thing. Generally speaking, yes. Generally speaking, yes. Balanced out with, there are some people that $500 is everything to. And there are some people that $5,000 is nothing to. I've seen people, I've, I've definitely been somebody who has made more money. And then the image that is popping in my head right now is like, I remember I bought this pair of Louboutins that like, I kind of liked, but like I wasn't in love with, but it was at the height of me making more money. And so like, I kind of bought them, no big deal. And they're still sitting in my closet. Whereas like, like I've never worn them. I don't know why I just, I, they're, they're too high, but whatever. But like, I've just never worn them. And again, that's the image that popped in my head when I was thinking about this. So like, as I, so I can have a moment where like I make more money and then, but the thousand dollars wasn't a big deal to me anymore. So I wasn't that invested. I wasn't that committed to wearing them. Whereas when I spent that same amount of money, when it was my first pair of Louboutins, all I could do is wait to wear them, right? Like it was a big deal to me. So it's just, I think there, I think it's, I think it's a powerful thing to understand that in business, again, that scale, right? Generally speaking, the more somebody spends, the more they're going to want that transformation, the more committed that they're going to be as a general thing. Balance that with there's also, there's also exceptions, but there's also individual situations for people. And so, I don't know, again, this could be a bigger conversation, but at the end of the day, weighing out what people will or won't do too much, I think is dangerous. I think what you want to do is decide what you want to sell, how much you want to charge, how you want to work with people and get your energy behind that working, but also getting your energy behind that working because you have a how. Not a, I can sell five worm farming courses a day, every single day for 30 days. I, I can get my energy behind that. I can believe that it's going to happen. And then having no fucking game plan for how you're going to make it happen. That, that, that can't, that, that doesn't work. Right. So, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get people into my world this way. I'm going to sell it this way. Right. We have to get our energy behind it by having the game plan and like deciding the action that you're going to take. And so, yeah, decide what you want and create the circumstance to create, make it happen. And I, again, just all of this, I really truly genuinely honest to God, believe that like, no matter what, what you do, I think you can make a fuck ton of money online, but you, but the truth is you might have to do it differently than people who are selling the concept of making money. And that's okay. That's not a bad thing. Take, put it through your filter, the advice that you're taking, right? Put it through your filter and not just assume because somebody's talking about, again, doing something one way. If all they're doing is selling the concept of making money, look at that, pay attention to that and be honest about that because something might need to be adjusted. Doors close next Friday for the 500k sales system, saturdaystand.com. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow and uh, lots of videos next week as well. Okay.
Goodbye. Thanks, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I would really, really, really appreciate it if you took the time to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps the show a ton, and I would be super grateful. 